0: Welcome to Mom Talk, a podcast where we have authentic conversations with moms just like you and me. Let's connect, inspire, and empower one another. Are you ready? Let's go. Today on Mom Talk, I wanted to share my experience with my natural unmedicated birth. From many women I've talked to, they truly do not believe that they can give birth unmedicated and naturally many women I've talked to believe that I'm absolutely crazy for wanting to have my child without an epidural or even just having my child vaginally. And for me, that was a absolutely vital and important piece of my birthing experience. I wanted to be 100% there. I wanted to feel every every single feeling, good and bad and ugly. And that was my choice and that was my decision. And I, I'm i going to do it again next time, ideally, if all things align and there are no extenuating circumstances. I really hope that my next birth will also be a completely natural birth. So throughout this podcast, when I refer to a natural birth... To me, that means a vaginal, unmedicated birth. So keep that in mind throughout this podcast episode, and let's dive in. So my mom, she gave birth to all three of us kids without medication and vaginally, and so I knew that doing this was possible. (laughs) I have never, as long as I can remember, thought about being medicated while giving birth to me having that birth experience was it was vital for me to feel everything whether that was pain or absolute bliss I wanted to feel it all and I wanted to be there in that experience 100% as much as I possibly could and let me tell you I felt the good the bad and the ugly now I don't want to scare If you are pregnant and this is your first child, birth is absolutely beautiful and wonderful and surreal. And I did take a hypnobirthing course before having my daughter, Luna, and, you know, it said, oh, if you, you know, practice these visualizations and breathing exercises, you cannot feel pain while giving birth to your child. And I don't know if it's because I personally just thought there's no way that's possible. Maybe that is why I still felt pain while giving birth to my daughter, but I think it's unrealistic to feel absolutely no pain while giving birth. I mean, you are pushing a a human being out of your body, and I think inevitably there will be some pain. But I do also believe that my hypnobirthing course is what got me through my birth. I think it was very important for me not just to have those breathing exercises, although those are very important, but also the understanding of the anatomy of the human body and the fact that we are made to give birth. Our bodies understand and know what we're doing. One thing that came across to me. While they were talking in the hypnobirthing course, was, you know, women can be pregnant and unconscious in a coma and still give birth to their child. So your body knows what you're doing, it knows what to do. I also want to say I know that there are exceptions. I know that some women cannot give birth vaginally, I know that some women absolutely. Think it's insane to give birth without any form of medication. And I understand that, and that is your choice and that is your decision. And I'm not saying that it is right or that it is wrong, but I just want to share my personal experience. When I found out that I was pregnant with Luna, I wanted to have a a water birth. And I also did not want to have my birth in a hospital. I thought about having a home birth. And to me, I was just a little bit uncomfortable with that idea because it was my first child and you know, there are so many unknowns. I didn't want to go into it and I didn't want to go into it with a place of fear. I wanted to feel like I did have knowledgeable women around me who could guide me in in my experience and help me when, you know, I was hint- hitting mental blocks. In In my experience, the the birthing center that I went to was in Sacramento. It's called The Birth Center. I highly recommend it. There's two rooms and the rooms feel like your bedroom at home. There's a bed, it's like a queen-size bed. There's curtains. There's if you want, you have your birthing tub there. There's a bathroom, there's a living room and all of this was covered under my medical insurance. I was actually under medical at the time. you know some people think that this is completely out of their price range, but in reality, it may not be so if you do want this as a possibility, look into it and if you do have other insurance, I know that a lot of hospitals are now offering birthing centers within the hospital, so that 's something that you could also look into. But I went to the birthing center and I knew i I wanted a natural Um, water birth and and I was excited you know I was of course nervous and scared but I overall I was excited to have this intimate experience with my body with my husband and with my soon-to-be daughter the 40-week mark came and went (laughs) And I thought for sure, oh, my daughter's going to arrive early. I felt her kick early. So she's going to be here, you know, in no time. And that was not the case. Luna was like, "Uh uh-uh, it is so cozy in here. I am not going anywhere. I just remember it was was 40 weeks and four days. And I was just so frustrated. And I was like, she's never going to come out. You know, she's going to hit 42 weeks and then the midwife is going to make me go to the hospital and then I'm going to have to have a C-section and my brain is of course going down this rabbit hole of all the things that I don't want to happen. But with birth, you know, you only have so much control. So I I went on my morning walk like I always do and I had watched all the videos of things that you should do to kind of help ease your baby along. And so I was walking along the sidewalk, off and on the curb, and just trying to kinda like jiggle her out. And I came home and I was bouncing on my birthing ball and and I was like so so annoyed and frustrated. I went into the bedroom, I sat on the bed and I just cried. And Lucas came in and just trying to see what's wrong and I was like, you know what? She's never coming out. This is ridiculous. She I'm so frustrated and why, why isn't she here yet? And, you know, he pretty much told me she will come when she's ready to come and it's okay. Just kind of calming me down. And so I think at that point I, I just let go. I I stopped worrying about it. And I was like, you know what, when she comes, she comes. I can't think about it anymore. Otherwise it's just going to drive me absolutely crazy. And so I just let it go. And I got up and I went over to the kitchen to wash some dishes. And as I was washing dishes, I I started to feel a tinge of something. And I was like, hmm, this is slightly different than the false labor that I had been feeling when you get your Braxton Hicks contractions. I was like, this is a little bit different. I felt a little bit crampy. You know, there was a little bit of pressure every once in a while. And so I continued washing the dishes and just kind of feeling the sensations in my body, and uh, I think 15 minutes had passed and continued at in intervals, and I was like, hmm, I really think this might be something, so I sat down on the couch, and I got out my my contraction counter. Lucas was on the phone with his boss, and Lucas turned to or I turned to Lucas, and I was like, I think something's happening. At that point, I was pretty positive I was going into labor, so I continued to sit there. I started bouncing on my birthing ball, and things started to escalate. I was having to breathe through the contractions, and at this point, I I still had it under control. I was listening to my hypnobirthing recordings, and, and it started getting to a place where I was like, this is getting intense. <laughs> my husband doesn't drive, so I had to coordinate with my parents, who are about a half hour away from me, So I was thinking to myself, okay, um, you know, this is escalating and I need to make sure that they're here because I don't know how quickly she's going to come. And so I called them and I kind of let them know what was happening and they made their way over. And at this point, I got into the bathtub in my house. I was starting to, you know, make some noise. (laughs) I was sitting in the bathtub trying to continue to breathe and it got to a place where I was I was starting to feel the pain and my my mentality started to get away from me. Lucas was on the phone with the birth center and I got out of the bathtub because it was making me feel a little bit nauseous and woozy. So I went to the bedroom to lay down and at that time I was When the contractions were happening, I was definitely wailing. (laughs) Lucas was on the phone with the birthing center and the midwife heard. And she was like, yep, come on down. On the drive there, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what have I done? This is insane. Why did I think that I should give birth naturally? Like, my mom was in the front seat and I was like, how did you do this with three kids? (laughs) And all I remember is her laughing, but I don't remember what she said. I was just so in the moment of trying to breathe through my contractions while in the car and we got to the birthing center she checked how dilated I was and I think I was four centimeters dilated and so that was that gave me hope I was like okay you know I'm making progress I'm not like one centimeter dilated and no, nothing has happened. So that was for me kind of like a re-energizing point. So we got into our room and I started bouncing on the ball and, you know, kind of having to like sway my hips and just work with my body to help birth Luna faster. My husband was so amazing. He was just kind of rocking with me and doing his best to help me in whatever way he could, even though I was just, I, <laughs> I barely remember, honestly, most of my actual birth because when it gets to that point of intensity of you are getting up there in that dilation and your baby is getting ready to be pushed out, it, it does get intense and you have to completely just focus on the moment and what it is and breathe through the contraction, let go of it. And then when the next one comes, focus on that one, breathe through it, let go of it. And you just kind of get in this like mental zone of you block everything out and you're just breathing and trying to be in tune with your body, but also working to not let your mind, it's like all a game of mind over matter. My midwife and the doula were really just kind of coaching me and I didn't want fear to creep in because when I let, once you let fear creep in, the fear of I can't do this and my body can't do this, you've, you've lost half the battle. So I did my best to just in my mind, tell myself, you can do this, Laura. Women's for hundreds of centuries have given birth this way. You can do it. You are just one more woman giving birth naturally. Like you're okay. You're fine. You've got these women here and they have the resources if anything is going wrong. They they know what to do. There's a hospital short but away and you know, you've got this. It was I was really just kind of giving myself a mental pep talk while pushing through those contractions and squeezing my husband's hand for dear life and my mom's hand for dear life and and they I don't remember anything that they were saying to me. I'm sure it was just words of encouragement. Yeah, I was just in it. It gets to the transition point and the contractions stop. And they change to the pushing version of the contractions. And at that point, the pain pretty much went away for me. Um, it didn't hurt as the contractions that hurt. It was a totally different sensation. And I, I had no idea how to push Luna out so I had to figure out how to work my stomach muscles in that way and I was pushing for a good hour before Luna arrived and that was because a majority of that time I was trying to figure out like okay you know if I'm how 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 do I make this happen and luckily my midwife was wonderful and you know, whenever I was making progress and pushing the right way, she kind of let me know, yes, Laura, like, just like that, keep going that way. And and so that gave me, like, the direction of, okay, this is what I need to be doing. And I did tear, and I know for so many women, tearing is, like, this awful thing to think about. And you think that, you know, you're going to feel the tear, but when you're giving birth, your body is being flooded with so many Hormones and you know oxytocin and dopamine and you you don't feel it when it happens and luckily my tear was really small there's one push and her head comes out and then the second push her body comes out and oh man it was just the craziest thing having this baby being birthed from my body it was surreal. And so they, they pick her up and they just do a quick wipe off and hand her to me. And oh, her little face was so swollen, and it was just the cutest thing in the whole world. And me and Lucas were sitting there, just absolutely amazed, and it was surreal that's like the best way that I can describe it. It was surreal. So after I birthed Luna and we went to have her latch on for the first time, and you know, I, I had no idea really what I was doing. I'd watch so many videos and try to educate myself as much as possible, but you never really know until you sit there and are in the experience. So no matter how much you learn about birth, and try to educate yourself ahead of time, there's still going to be a a learning curve once that baby enters the world. You're, you have so much left to learn. After giving birth to Luna, they kept me around for four hours, and then I was allowed to go home, which was another reason that I chose the birth center. I didn't want to be stuck in the hospital for one to two days post-birth, and so, It was really nice being able to just take my baby home with me and, you know, lay there in bed with my husband and have this infant between us and looking at each other like, oh my gosh, we're parents. Like, we need to care for this little nugget of joy. And I mean, that's the moment that your life just completely changes. The final thing that I really want to just touch on about the birthing experience and birthing story is... I think it's very critical that we also talk about post-birth care because that's not really a topic a lot of people talk about. I remember scrolling through some YouTube videos when I was trying to like learn about birth and I, it didn't even cross my mind the aftercare once you have a baby and, and that's a huge piece of birth. A few things that I recommend, there's the mom washer. So this is a little squirt bottle, but it has an angled tip, and so it really helps get in, especially with my my tear. Going pee and all of that kind of stuff could be a little bit painful, but having this bottle made it just really easy to keep down there clean and happy without having to wipe too much and irritate that area. I highly recommend that. I also recommend the breast friend I had a boppy and that did not work for me but the breast friend pillow did and that was a huge game-changer when I was breastfeeding Uh, witch hazel wipes were also extremely helpful that was I used that for I want to say like at least two weeks straight I was using the witch hazel wipes every single time I went to the bathroom it just helped kind of cool the area and I really do believe helped in the healing process another thing I would highly recommend is buying yourself uh, depends diapers pretty much and instead of wearing like a pad I found that that was extremely helpful cuz it's not as irritating to your body when when you are healing and I wore those I want to say for at least a week while you're experiencing that more heavy bleeding as, as your body is, you know, changing from being pregnant to, you know, having this baby in the world. So those are some of my biggest recommendations. Uh haka is also something that I would highly recommend. That is like a silicone breast pump that you can attach to your boob. You are going to be leaking a lot most likely when you are breastfeeding and so you can catch that extra breast milk and save it for later. And also if your boobs are extremely engorged, having that to kind of help express some of that milk out will, will help ease the pain if you need. So I hope that you guys enjoyed my birth story and that it was a positive one for you. To all those mothers out there who are going to be having a baby soon, congratulations. You know, your world is going to change, but it's going to change for the better. When the tough days come and they will come, keep your head up. Reach out to friends and family. Just know that today may be difficult, but tomorrow is a whole new day. And you're learning and growing just as your baby is. And this is a new experience for both of you. I want to thank you guys for listening to Mom Talk. I feel so blessed that I've had such a positive response for this podcast and my Instagram. I've been blown away lately just with the kind encouraging comments that people have been sending me. So I really appreciate it. I look forward to talking and sharing with you guys a new podcast next Monday. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you later.